1: Hi, I'm Tracy Koga, and thanks for downloading this podcast from ilikeyou.com. If you can, give us a follow or a subscribe. And remember that all the information about the guests in today's episode can be found at ilikeyou.com. Now, let's get started. Charlotte.
2: Hi. Hi. Hello. Hi. Oh, we're
3: missing Rana. Oh, Rana, you're like this. <laughs> oh my God, now I
1: can hear you. Right. Oh, there Um, but you're like sideways, go go straightways, go straight, there you go, you're good now. Okay, um, apparently Susie's just waiting to be let in. Do you see her?
4: I I think she's Steffi. What? I think Um, she's going, oh no. She should be,
1: okay, as soon as she pops in then you can disappear. (laughs) (laughs) Hi. Oh, hi, Ashley. Okay. Just waiting for. Her. Oh, Susie, there you are. Oh, good. Oh, so good to see everybody. Oh, my goodness. Oh, so. I'm here, I miss you. Oh, I haven't seen you for so long. I know. I know. I'm here. Yeah, so we have a few uh, <laughs> new faces here. But uh, first hi, of all, mama. yeah, I mean, okay. so, so glad that to. Oh, do love that background, Susie. Wow. Thank you. Uh-huh. Where is that? That is the
0: Louvre in France.
1: Oh, that's gorgeous. We're gonna make sure. Uh, okay, what I'm are you, you doing, through- You're like singing. You
0: can change all yeah. of your backgrounds, ladies. <laughs> you just go to, um, into the video tab and it will say choose virtual background and you can change it to whatever your little hearts desire.
1: Oh, there you go. That's what we need right now. Always, um, I, how was Easter? I know, must have been like the most quiet. <laughs> <laughs> interesting Easter and Passover and whatever uh ever experienced huh I know that's yeah. it was
0: probably the first time that a lot of us haven't spent time with family which was really hard
2: mm-hmm. I would imagine yeah
0: and um yeah the kids still and uh we did FaceTime but uh it's not the same for sure
1: no no and we have uh, some new faces so i'd like to introduce um henny and ainsley and they're from uh, the wag they are the co-chairs this year on the development committee and uh you know first of all ladies i guess this is very very unexpected 2020 was supposed to be a huge well and it will be a huge year for the wag but there's just so much in influx i guess you know just not knowing where. So we'll get into that. And then we have Charlene Rock and she is from the uh, Victoria Hospital Foundation. And uh, Charlene, welcome too. We just had a little uh, conversation our last chat, just learning too about the frontline people, the workers in the hospitals and, you know, about the foundations and what you're trying to do too, right? To keep the boat sailing or (laughs) going somewhere in all of these uh, turbulent waters. And, uh, Yeah. So I guess, um, I'll throw it out there right now. Let's go to arts and culture and Oh, we have hope too. And, uh, hope, um, she represents Sarah's body productions and we just actually finished. And I guess it's quite timely. I am, when I was thinking about it, we did a a documentary on this incredible project that Sarah's body and seven organizations in our community were working on. And, uh, yeah, we won't be able to see the finished product this year, will we? Or no,
5: oh, we've had to
1: postpone, unfortunately. But it will, it will still happen. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So we'll talk more about that. But, um, so anyways, let's talk about arts and culture first, and the big, huge impact you know that has had on us, um, whether we are patrons or whether we, you know, volunteer or just love the arts and culture, it's basically cut off and yeah. it has been, right? So with Henny and uh, Ainsley sitting on a volunteer board with such big plans now, I mean, kind of kind of fill us in on what 2020 should have been or I mean, it could still possibly be, uh-huh.
6: right? <laughs> I fingers crossed.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so
6: yeah. so Ainsley, yeah, tell us. Okay. So, um, as, as many of you probably know, um, the Winnipeg Art Gallery was set to open uh, the Inuit Art Centre uh, in the fall, late fall of 2020. And um, what you may not know is that Winnipeg, the Winnipeg Art Gallery has the largest collection of Inuit art in the world. Um, 14,000 pieces, I believe, of carvings, prints, fabric art, Um, and it's a stunning collection. And for many, many years, of course, it was in a vault in the basement. I mean, pieces would be brought up uh, from time to time, but it was such a massive collection that it couldn't really be showcased. And we've also just received um, a huge uh, collection from the uh, uh, Nunavut government. I believe it's Nunavut. Um, uh, sort of a long-term loan of their collection because they're recognizing that we have our building a facility that they just simply don't have. So um, yeah, so very exciting time for the Winnipeg Art Gallery and if if you've had a chance, I don't know if you all live in Winnipeg, but if you've had a chance to drive past the current building, you'll see this amazing architectural structure that's, that's being built right now and is continuing. Construction is continuing. And so that's what was, that's the plan. And hopefully uh, we'll be able to have an opening at the end of the fall. But how and and what that looks like, of course, no one can really say. So Henny, did you want to add something? You know,
7: the only thing I want to say, Tracy, is I don't think that we have been cut off from the arts. You know, I go to Instagram, I see all these choirs and musical, you know, just extravagances that have been put together. The WAG at home, if you go to their website, they're providing coloring opportunities, art that one can do at home with whatever you have around. I, I think we, people are craving the arts. And and it is, you know, with the use of our, our screens, we're able to get it. And um, the thing about the art gallery, my background is nursing. So I'm always looking at health benefits of whatever I'm doing. And um, there's a lot of research now that shows that Looking at art, touching art, um, just you know, hearing music as art can really affect our brains. So um, I think going forward, you know, the art gallery may be in a good place in that you don't need big crowds to be in a in a gallery space. You can go by yourself. You can go in small groups. Um, you know, you can. There are ways of being involved with the arts. Any of them, with, with you know, even during a pandemic.
6: Yeah, right. And the other thing that that Henny was talking about too is, you know, in the the case of the Winnipeg Art Gallery or any kind of a gallery, that you already sort of physically distance yourself from other patrons, from other um, attendees of a gallery. Uh, It's not the same thing as, you know, if you're going to watch um, a ballet or symphony performance where you're sitting side by side by side by side
7: Mm
6: -hmm. in in a concert hall or, or a performance arts hall. So in that sense, we are well positioned. But having said that, we're very, very cognizant. I mean, most people who support, say, the Winnipeg Art Gallery also support Manitoba Theatre Centre and the symphony and the ballet, because, you know, you're sort of, that's your passion is arts in general for most people. So I think we're very, very um, recognizing Um, the the particular difficulties that some of our sister organizations will will have and are having, like MTC, for example, having to cancel their their last two performances in their season. Um, And, you know, that's a huge economic blow for them. Yeah. So we're having conversations at the art gallery about how do we as arts organizations help each other right now and band together. And people are being so creative and innovative that I'm very convinced that um there's going to be a lot of good things that come out of this and a lot of innovation so anyway yeah
1: no i think that it's it's going to change and for you hope too i mean a a huge cancellation of this major project and you um you were saying you're going to have you were having a conference call with other i guess companies And, you know, what was the outcome of that call, or can you share a little bit of some of the ideas, too, like um, Ainsley was saying, what the the art gallery is doing?
5: Yeah, I think what's really interesting is, yeah, there's been great loss, and everyone's looking at how to manage that, and also uh, other ways that we can keep... Live performance is such a unique thing, and how do you keep that going in a virtual world? But yeah, what has been the silver lining is is people coming together and supporting each other in the arts community. So all of the kind of regional theaters uh, who work under the Professional Association of Canadian Theaters kind of did a a video chat invited smaller groups and everybody together to just talk about you know how can we work together what should we be preparing for what are the the issues how do we deal with contract cancellations how do we support the artists so that they're not out of uh, income and work and and they've established this amazing uh, network which is called lean the leading emergency arts network where smaller organizations can get free consultation from more experienced Ooh. arts professionals oh,
8: wow. and
5: ask them how how to navigate this really unprecedented kind of experience and so that's been incredible to be able to lean on each other and and really talk about what can we still do how do we move forward and and the reality like with our show is we know we have to postpone because it was supposed to happen in May but we can't even say what the new dates are yet because nobody knows when is it going to be you know able to move forward with large crowds gathering in one space and what that will look like is completely
1: unpredictable well and i think that's the crazy part is that nobody yeah we don't know the date we don't know what the reaction is going to be like and then um i know quickly to to you charlene um to talk about the people in the front lines i mean uh, we're living in this, but my goodness, the whole uh, general, I guess, environment at your hospital must be
3: totally different. Well, it is, but I think uh, like everyone else, there's an incredible amount of innovation. There's always good things that have come, come out of this. So I think that that's what we're seeing is, you know, you're seeing the very best of people. I think what it's highlighting is the frontline worker, which has always been the strength of our system. I think a lot of other things, you know, for, for whatever reason have gotten in between the front line and the, the value they bring and really how important they are. So I, I think that that's highlighting just the value and, and what the frontline worker brings and the dedication. I mean, and so watching them sort of go through that, it's brought out the best in them as well. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, what they got into healthcare for, some of them <clears throat> perhaps not quite, at, you know, at that point in their career, this is what they, what they got in to do and they're being called to do it and they're rising to the occasion. And our role as a foundation is to really support them in any way we can. And again, we've found value to what we do because there's always been, you know, the, the opportunity to support the frontline workers is always what we want to do quite often. What we've been asked to fund in the past is things that maybe we are, we're sort of question as to the value of some of the things that we've been asked to fund and are more system oriented so just being able to support the front line like when you get into not-for-profit for work or charity work your goal is to make the biggest difference and impact that you can and we're finding that we have that opportunity to do that and it's really developed a really solid close relationship to between ourselves and the hospital and the, the workers and just them valuing us and then us us in turn being, being able to um, show them how much we value them and how grateful we are for what they do. So it's just been a really good, you know, sort of opportunity for us to be able to be that conduit you know, to for the community to share its gratitude or express its gratitude through us. So it's been a it's been a really good opportunity, and really we've been involved in a couple of really innovative projects that um, you know we're not quite sure where they're going to go, but the opportunity to fund some innovation is is we're hoping is going to happen as well, which is another good opportunity, and just seeing the community come together. I think one of the things that I am also grateful is, is how our officials are handling it. So the fact that we do have um, a coordinated um, effort through shared health, which is something that was been created in the, re- you know, i say in the last couple of years, I've seen the benefit of that in spades. Um, I do sit on another health authority board. So sort of seeing the coordination um, is, is really good. So just, you know, it, I think when you're talking about the arts and all those other things that we value I think our values now are going to be demonstrated in everything and so you kind of go back to you know what do we value as a society we we do value the arts you'll see that you know we value our frontline healthcare workers and family and we're expressing those things in different ways I think one of the if there's going to be a negative out of this, um, where I think we're going to be able to play a role, is the mental health impacts of this, because you know our generation hasn't really experienced, or, or in Canada, mass trauma, which this really is going to be, uh, because it's the economic and the um, social uh, impacts of this that I think we're going to see, and our hospital is one of the largest mental health facilities, so I think, our role in that regard will sort of um, carry over significantly and for a long time after this, uh, you know, after we could get through this.
1: Well, well, thank you, Charlotte. And I mean, I think when you first started off, I mean, it was very positive and it's like, I've never ever had like a conversation where there's, you know, it's, it's tough times for everybody. But now I just thought, let's go around. Um, how has this made you better? Or have you noticed, you know, other people stepping up to the plate that maybe you wouldn't think of? I don't know. I think maybe some positiveness in all of this. I think let's start with Susan. Oh, thank Tracy. Oh yeah. Um, you know what? I you can think be yourself. You can give credit to yourself. Okay. Oh. that's safe to say Charlotte and and Kirsten you know you you can
4: say yeah (laughs) I'm okay yeah oh I think uh, I have a better appreciation Griffin has a great appreciation for having me as his teacher (laughs) uh, there we go (laughs) has
1: he asked any difficult questions
4: about he, this whole, yeah about where he kind of understands what's going on to a certain extent, and um, but I try to keep everything as normal as possible, well, and he journals every day because this is his, this is an event in history that will never happen, hopefully again,
8: yeah.
4: so um, Every day he has to journal about something he's done, an activity he's done with his family, and how he feels.
1: Oh, good for you. Thank yeah. you. So, anything else? <gasps>
4: no, just... <laughs> just <laughs> just keeping going. But it is amazing. Like, people are reaching out to people that aren't there. Like, I have friends who can't get out, and I stop over and do funny things in front of their windows for them so that they feel better. Oh. <laughs> and then we talk so it's keeping in touch especially with friends of mine that are still <laughs> go, they're still nursing um mm-hmm. because a lot of them are burning out and mm-hmm. a lot of them have a lot of back-to-back shifts and they're stressed because when you know it happens so then i talk and i can be their de-stressor so wow. how
1: about you charlotte
8: um, I have slowed down in the evenings, so my world is usually full of chaos and excitement, and uh, my house is very quiet, which I'm now enjoying. There's just uh, two of us, so my 22-year-old daughter and myself and one dog, and we're used to having five people and three dogs, so that part's been interesting to, to get used to. Um, Shelby went out last night and... Um, She said, No offense, mom, but um, I just need to see somebody who's not an adult, like old. So we just kind of drove around. And then when she got home, I said, Okay, what's going on out there? And she said, Walmart parking lot is so packed. And it was funny because I'm so isolated in this house. I don't really, I, I talk to people all day long through Zoom like we're doing right now, but I'm actually not venturing out. So it was weird to get that what's going on in the world you know um now you're letting yourself have some time yeah yeah but i put on i dressed up today because I <laughs> here, so that was No, i like that yeah. jeweler yeah. davidson yeah. and put on a dress so <laughs>
1: Oh, good for you hey you, I, I put on heels oh did you oh, wow <laughs> awesome <laughs> I oh, my bedroom slippers are right <laughs> beside me I'm
8: not walking <laughs> it was uh, and so my my partner and my business partner who I zoom every morning they're like yeah, what are you doing <laughs> it was so I said,
1: where are you going are you going out <laughs> Uh Susie how are you doing so what's uh what have you found in, in,
2: that's better uh, I'm than
1: doing, well? doing a- yeah hi yeah.
0: yeah. some days some days are better than others, and i uh, I'm really grateful for my kids because they're definitely helping us do this because it's, um, it gives me distraction for myself <laughs> to be quite honest and I don't have time to think about me. I am focused on them and making sure that they're okay and that they're um, happy is not the right word but that they are not scared let's put it that way yeah and uh, we also talk about how it's okay to be sad and how it's okay to be frustrated and um like they haven't left the house in a month I'm the only person really going to groceries and things like that yeah no, it's. Less. um and they have been amazing truly we know you know, and trying to find those good things. But at the same time, I hate to have a pity party and it is okay to break down. It's okay to not be okay with this because none of this is normal and none of this is okay. So yeah. I, I can see both sides, you know, yeah. and, um, I think that, um, sort of what Charlotte was saying too, is that we are going to see an unprecedented, um, Uh, trauma, group trauma, that it's going to look like after this is over. And that's what I'm bracing And um, yeah, I take it hour to hour sometimes, and day by day Yeah, okay. that's, that's the best I can do right now.
1: No, no, uh, certainly uh, that's how we all certainly feel. Nanette, how about you? You've got teenagers too, and uh, I guess, are they going stir-crazy? yeah <laughs>
9: no, they're, they're hiding it very well they're 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 they seem to be adjusting uh again thank goodness for uh for you know uh the internet and communications and zoom and and uh other ways that my teens have been able to contact their friends and you know social it's just it's been really helpful I think that they would be like at each other's throats (laughs) but uh, as far as as far as um like I'm actually an introvert I I love you know I love that this is actually my element I mean this is something that I've prepared all my life for (laughs) um uh just because you know before all of this, I was driving my kids everywhere. I was, you know, going to teach my classes. I was, um, I love just nesting and cocooning and that sort of thing. That's, that's, that's me. That's what I love. So this, this has given me the opportunity to just finish a thought because I'd start something and then I'd have to get up and and drive my daughter to dance. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, this is just, it's just given me long stretches of time to be able to, to finish things and to plan things and think things through without constant interruption. So I personally, I, I, I'm really loving this. <laughs> um, not, of course, obviously the whole getting sick thing, but uh, I'm, I'm really loving to be, to be able to just sit and, and think and and do that sort of thing. Uh, my husband's the same way. He's a college instructor and uh, he's also enjoying this. He doesn't, he doesn't like, the. he's never really liked the idea of getting on a, the, the bus to get to work and then teach there. He loves that he can teach from home. So that's, that's a, that's a good thing. There's an, it's not ideal obviously, but um, yeah, this is, but yeah, my teens are, are, uh, are, there have been times that they're just, I I need to get out. I need to go and do something. And, and I have to talk them down and no, 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 we're not going anywhere. We're just staying here. (laughs) And, um, they're adjusting that, you know, it's, it's been a few weeks. So, you know, it's, uh, as long long
2: as you haven't done all your,
1: as long as you haven't done all your spring cleaning and washed the windows and all of
9: this, (laughs) Oh, no, no, okay. That's one thing, you know. Like, no, I'm not doing that.
2: No, no, No.
9: you know what? I I keep telling myself, well, we don't know how long this is gonna last, so I can take my time.
1: (laughs) I like like that. I like that. Let's do that. How about you, Kirsten? How are things? Oh, you know, the the best, better.
8: I'm sorry.
10: Um, my family's doing really well in my home. We have uh. Uh, one daughter that still lives at home, and my husband. And um, my other daughter uh, moved out this fall, but she moved six houses down into a little apartment. So actually perfect.
2: Um,
10: but, you know, she, as you know, Charlotte and I both work in mental health. And um, because of some of the uh, challenges my family has faced with that uh, years in the past, uh, I'm finding I'm just so grateful Um you know, we're all healthy, we're all together, um, get through this. And uh, I'm often thinking of those families with teenagers who um, are going into a time like this, or young adults that are, are struggling with mental health uh, and have for years and the battle fatigue even come with going into a situation like this. So um, I'm thinking about those families a lot because that, uh, I put myself back there and that would have been a really, difficult time so charlotte and i of course do our wednesday night support group for for families but um i have to be honest like we're doing really well and uh we're really grateful and we're
1: good oh well that's great and Rana, how are you doing
2: you did have you gone grocery
1: shopping again no
2: no <laughs> i don't know I'm- I'm, I'm up and down. I'm kind of, you know, today's my annoyed day. I'm just irritated. I want to go to work. I want to do things. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm up and down. I mean, I don't know. It's, uh, you know, there's, I think like for us, uh, like I don't think that the, the pressure for work really stops. Right. Mm -hmm. So I feel like you're still, you still have all the pressure, Uh, to get everything done and still function and still meet whatever demands there are. But at the same time, you don't really have the out, right? So you're sitting in your pajamas on your floor trying to, you know, so I don't know. I mean, I have good days. I have bad days. I think, um, you know, for, for us, you know, we just recently lost my dad. So there's a lot of that component of it too, that there's some, it's just almost too much time. You know, you're not busy. So you just have too much time to, to think and to, to miss him and to do all that stuff. So yeah, I have good days, I have bad days. I'm just, I mean, I, today's definitely, I'm, I'm, all, I'm off today. I don't think anyone uh, is going to question that. I'm just completely not feeling it today. But um, <clears throat> I think I think there's a lot of positive. Um, I think, you know, I had, a, I had Ace Burpee on this morning, just, you know, and I haven't listened to the radio in so long and I just kind of checked in just to, you know, um, but I think that there's a lot of hope, there's a lot of hopeful messages and you see a lot of leaders um, really trying to encourage people and it actually, and it works,
9: yeah. you know.
2: <laughs> Some of those really positive messages do resonate and I think that uh, I appreciate a lot of people who are using their platforms to uh, to not just discuss things but really be like kind of champions and say, yo, like we're gonna get through this and this is gonna be fine. Um, you know,
1: mm-hmm. I would, I was, definitely, I would was definitely gonna be- ask you, Rana too, like you do, you're very close with the indigenous community. Um, what has it been like, you know, for some of your, some of the friends and some of the business associates that, you know, it's,
2: yeah, I mean, I'm I'm still working, right? Like I'm still yeah. uh, from, uh, like my personal relationships are tough. Like we're, we're used to being, um, you know, some, like, it's just everyone's kind of in their communities locked down. Yeah. Right. So yeah. Um, but I think it's really challenging. I think that uh, the attention that, that it requires is not there. Um, I think that, I don't know, like it's, you know, I'm not going to get into the, the, whole, the whole thing. But I mean, I think that there's a lot of components missing um, to really address what specifically isolated and remote communities are dealing with. Um, you know, and yeah, like we're zooming and we're kind of trying to sift through it. Um, I think that mostly, um, you know, and there's been a lot of loss, you know, uh, you know, uh, there's one community that just lost one of their counselors, um, you know, and that, again, a really good friend of ours who, who's passed away. Like there's just, it's brutal. I mean, it's, it's not great. Um, but again, um. I think we're kind of all in it, and we're gonna go through our kind of good phases and bad phases, and mm-hmm. you know whatever. I'm really grateful for my family. I mean, I get to be around my family, and I'm used to being around my family, so that's great. Um, yeah. But I think it's just it's just other component that's really, um, you know, irritating. That it's just like the work the work part of it, right? That. Yeah. Um. It would be nice if both pre- like if it was just even. You know what I mean? Like if it was kind of even, but it's not. Yeah. So. Yeah. <clears throat> but one thing I just wanna yeah. kinda say, I think, you know, I've been on a lot of group chats and you know, I'm super grateful. I have like great friends, like great groups of girlfriends that were always kind of in communication and talking and um, I think that the biggest challenge after this is going to be, you know, like, almost like PTSD. You know, like people are just managing right now and they're kind of they're gripping it and they're just pushing through. But I think once people kind of relax, uh it's gonna be There's going to be a lot of challenges, just internally and just mentally.
1: Um, But I think that we we've never had this opportunity before. No, well, I mean, even to do this and to listen to everybody, and I mean, Susie touched on that. She's bracing or gripping for the big trauma. You know, when this is all over, or or maybe it comes sooner. So I want to kind of. Uh, I think
2: think it's starting. I I actually, I I do think it's starting. Um, You know, I'm starting to see a lot of different conversations. Uh, just within like my confidential kind of group of friends, I'm starting to see a lot more. Um, like people are getting close to being very. It's difficult. At, people struggle. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, and it's the finances as well, right? Like, I mean, let's just call this what this is: people's yeah. businesses are dead. Uh, people are not getting the support. I mean, yes, there's a lot of support available, but not everyone's eligible for those supports. Sometimes it's just not enough. Um, you know, and. A month or two months into that mm-hmm. it's it starts to snowball very quickly um and i think that we're just on the cusp of that so um you know i think that it's a great time for uh self-reflection i think it's a great time to maybe question you know um why you know like how do we i think there's a to be frank i think there's a a, a lot of spiritual there's a big spiritual component to this right like mm-hmm. we're not used to being with ourselves yeah perhaps that's not a great thing. Perhaps is yeah. an opportunity to learn about who we are
1: uh, and where our real connections so, um, are and how well, we actually well,
2: function well, in this world,
1: but that's my... <laughs> so let's, Um. I, I threw the question out there about isolation and we've all, we're all now in it, very well in it. I mean, how how has this affected your relationships, whether it's in business <laughs> and in family, <laughs> isolation? You know what, I'm gonna yell, hello. Yeah, Kevin. I have a sixty-one year old child who does not know that his office is in the kitchen. (laughs) Oh, and I'm upstairs and we have an open loft. So there you go.
3: There's my oh (laughs) <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. It's, 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 that's part of the human, that's part no. of the family. I'm sorry, baby. It's it's okay.
2: uh, Hi. Hi. Hi, how are you?
3: Uh,
1: is there a, self-isolation? From- oh, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah. That's it. How are you married people? Pardon? People do? I, I, I'm- Susie, you're cutting out. I haven't seen you pray. What? I I didn't catch it. I didn't catch it. Can you hear me now? Yes. Yeah. How
0: about now? See my Wi-Fi?
1: Yeah, cutting out. Yeah. Touch and go. Yeah, I was
0: talking about how she hasn't seen any married people, talk about how blissful their relationship.
1: Yeah. Okay, so you're on, Susie. Hopefully, your Wi-Fi is good so we can hear you. Lately,
0: and it made me laugh.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, um, too bad. Uh, can you hear me now? Yeah, but you just cut out.
10: I think she was asking how uh, married people are doing. Uh, uh, okay, I'll
3: listen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know how are they doing.
3: Oh, i decided I want to be home more.
1: Oh, yes. Way
3: more. I'm really liking it. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. But we've been married almost 50 years, so oh, if it's wow. not good by now. It's never going to be good. So, <laughs> uh,
7: How about you, Hedy? You know, not the marriage thing, but I just, the biggest, the noticeable thing is people are communicating differently than they have in the past. I've had phone calls, two phone calls in the last, I guess, five days of women friends who, you know, typically it's a quick text message. How are you doing? Just checking in to see, you know, how your family is. So we we've had phone calls, which is, you know, like the old fashioned way of communicating. And it's, um it's quite lovely. You really do get caught up and you really are communicating. So it's um I, I so far for me, I mean, We've been married, you know, over 40 years and it's, you know, we know our spaces, what our routines are, and it's working just fine. You know, I keep on saying if I had to quarantine with anybody, I'm glad it's my husband. And uh, <laughs> nice to have a dog around the house too. That's been a great, uh, you know, he needs to get out and go for a walk and we can do it together.
6: Mm-hmm.
7: Yes,
1: and um, so, and Ainsley, how are you doing?
6: Good I just I love all the comments I mean each person has said something that it just resonates so much with me and uh, so I mean like the negatives and positives uh, for me, I think it's been the stripping down of the sort of the things that I used to think were important but now I realize really aren't and what I hope is that I can hold on to that um, you know because it's easy to do that when everyone else is sort of in the same boat. And then, and then when things change and, and things open up more and people have more opportunities to, you know, do different things, I, I really hope that I can remember this time of um, you know, sort of clarity and crystallizing for me what's important and hang on to that and not let myself slide back into the sort of stuff that is kind of time-wasting, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just me personally. I'm just coming to that realization. And, um, and you know, I think that human beings being what they are, uh, you know, once this is over and we've had many, many months of this being over, you know, I'm sure life will be, resume a lot of its distractions and all of those things. And I'm, I've probably become trapped by them again. But yeah, it, it, it has offered moments of reflection. I've had ups and downs. Um, and, uh, but I, I am so grateful to be married to my husband, Grant, um, you know, even more now than ever because uh, we just have an easy relationship and we've managed to, to find a way to make this work. And, and so, um, and I think about women and other people who are in relationships that are really difficult. And where they might not be safe, but they have to be with the person who it makes them not safe. I think about children mm-hmm. who are in that situation, and I just feel—I mean, it's heartbreaking. And I, but I feel gratitude because I, am uh, not in that space.
4: Yeah,
1: so,
6: that's true. Lots of different. Like I could, you know, I just—I'm just finding this so interesting. Everyone's perspective. So. And
1: for you, Hope, I mean, yeah, you know, it's the whole, you know, the passion and the dedication that you have shown throughout all the time for theater and, and for supporting women and everything like that. I mean, now everybody's in isolation.
5: Yeah, it's, it's interesting how it does change priorities absolutely and and I feel very grateful personally because I I have supports in place and and I know not everyone has that not everyone can isolate in the same way Um, but it has certainly changed uh, professional relationships like I said there's there's more support coming from our community and a sense of yeah we're all in this together and, and really bonding and helping one another which is a beautiful thing but for our staff and our board and the folks we work with there's also been a huge disconnect where we just so, you know, there's certain conversations that are so hard to have when you can't be in a room together. And so I think some of our staff are really struggling about how do you maintain a routine? How do you keep, you know, doing the work when you can't actually be in a space and collaborate in the same way? So, so there's definitely some positives and lots, I'm grateful, but also some real challenges that, uh, that I think, yeah, is starting to affect people the longer this goes on. You're like, for two weeks, we can do this remotely. But as you get into, you know, a full month and a second month, how do you continue that?
1: No, and it's hard. Well, Nanette, I mean, you're hot pool of fitness girls. I mean, yeah, although I guess uh, you're still continuing with your classes on Zoom?
9: Yeah, we're still doing classes. It's, uh, it's fun. As long as the tech holds up, <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're, still yeah. we're still good. We're still good. Oh, that's great. And thank goodness for a uh, large bandwidth on Wi Fi. But uh, it's, you know, it's, that's the sort of thing that, you know, you just kind of just try to keep going. You're right. And I've added a couple more classes, because it just, it, it's something to distract people. And it's, and it's something fun. Um, but uh, the thing is, you know, i there's my husband and my two kids and we're all like we're, our home is relatively open. So we have to watch, like my daughter has her, her dance classes in the living room. My husband's teaching in the dining room and he has this, because like, he, he's been, he's made for teaching. Cause he has the voice. He can, he can project. He's loud. He's, oh, and he never stops teaching, he comes off of that, and he's teaching us, he's teaching us things, like, I used to be an engineer, so when he talks about stuff, I can understand, and I don't want to anymore, so, (laughs) so, um, but it's, uh, it's, it's one of those things where he's, we're all just trying to, you know, it's a good thing we all just love each other, because we're always in each other's hair, we're trying to get stuff done, and we're, you know, there's, there's Miranda's trying to dance and, and, and Cam's trying to teach and, and Luke's up here and you know, and he's just trying to keep in his room. So um, it's, it's a fun dynamic. It's, it's been relatively, relatively smooth. You know, we all love being with each other. We laugh a lot in this house. So um, we are very fortunate in that during the summers, Cam is not teaching. So we do have our, family time where we're always where we're all together 24 7 during the summer so this isn't anything unusual in fact this is something that we we're kind of enjoying because we do miss being together when summer's over it's like oh everyone has to go back to school everybody has to go back to work when we've had like two months of family time which we absolutely love so this has been kind of it's been good Uh, it hasn't been that difficult, but, uh, yeah, when you're actually trying to get work done, it, it gets a little, (laughs) little spaghetti like,
1: (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, it's good. Oh my goodness. Uh, so Charlotte too, I guess I, yeah, how has isolation been for you? I mean, you're still working like everybody else, but it's that human
8: thing, right? Connection. And it was interesting listening to all of you talk about your partners and, and part of my work is uh, Robin, my business partner and I travel a lot. She's usually on the road three weeks out of the month and, and I'm gone a month, but I also go back and forth from my cottage and my house and, uh, and my, my partner chose, to, he, he lives in Kenora at our cottage. And uh, so he's there, I'm here. And in my old world, you never thought about jumping in the car, going to the lake and, and now, you know, I, my friends in Conora said, you have to pick a province, like, where are you going to be? And so that was a really interesting concept of, you know, staying put in, you know, where I'm used to living in those both worlds that, you know, I love both cities. Um, and uh, the mental health thing um, like Robinson my business has always been via Zoom um, anyway, um, But it's getting creative in our clients um, where um, in our peer support training, normally people are one-on-one with people in person and now having to do this all via Zoom or via text or on the cell phone. Um, And a lot of battle fatigue with the peer workers out there just because it's so much more draining to be online working or... You know, listening on the phone for cues, and uh, so we spend a lot of time talking about just you know taking time for yourself. Like you can't do that super person eight hour or twelve hour a day. It's it's very condensed and smaller. And know, Chris, can you add to it because you and I spend a lot of time on Zoom together.
10: <laughs> yeah, you know, it's uh, well, I completely agree with what Charlotte's saying. It's uh, it's, it's a different world and. Um, to put in those those eight hours of a of a workday uh, via Zoom and telephone when you're supporting people, um, it's it's tough. It's tough. So yeah.
1: So what can we do, as just citizens? I mean, I'm I'm loving this, and I I, and I want to thank everybody for for joining this conversation. And you know, I want all of you to come back because I noticed now, like we started last week, and now it's you know the second week. I can't imagine what it's going to be like four weeks from now or five weeks from now. Um, so it's going to get harder. I think, um, Susie, you can attest to that too. I mean, in the social media world. Um, so, I Yeah. Okay. So I'll just pop it in and say
0: what I was going to say before. Yeah. yeah. So one of my girlfriends posted a meme that said, um, are you married people? Okay. Because I haven't seen you post. He's my everything lately. And it made <laughs> okay. Yeah, not everybody is doing okay, everyone.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. oh no, it's... anyway,
2: <laughs> I love
1: that, and I'm glad your audio kicked in right then because yes. we, had... <laughs> we, needed... we needed a good laugh, all right? Oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, you know, it, it's um, it's all people like you that really it and just to share and open, be open with each other. And I know that some of you are strangers and never met each other, Um, but there seems to be like, you know, it was said quite often, we're in this together, we're in this together, but I think there is kind of a commonality. And I, I am saying this right now, I think that all of you and your families will be very good when this is all over because it will be over. It will be over and there will be a light. And I mean, I think that we will all weather it very well, just because of the foundations that you all have. Um, and, uh, you know, the priorities, which I think too, like Nanette, you know, yes, yeah, so we have a long time to think about what our priorities are and it certainly isn't spring cleaning and are <laughs> doing my taxes. Uh, but uh, Yeah, yeah. We should actually we should talk about finance and stuff like that too. Like, um ron is shaking her head yeah
2: like, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it's,
1: it's no joke it, it's super you know i think it, on, on, scary on, things on a i'll on try top. to find a, a financial advisor to, to come on board and honestly yeah. mm-hmm. so i'm gonna leave you with the next question for next time on thursday <sighs> social media you love it and you hate it how is social media helped you or not helped you both personally and business and see, question. You have your wi-fi good because you're <laughs> yeah. get good on this and you know what and yeah it's easy too to help us navigate through all of it and again um kirsten and charlotte just to sort of that mental health thing i mean uh because there's a lot out there a lot out there and uh and it's only going to grow bigger and bigger. But um, I would like, uh, Charlene, if, uh, if you can, Charlene, write in your um, website for the foundation. I will. Thank you.
3: Okay. And we'll have that on Facebook. Uh, do you have a COVID-19 fund? We Go? do. We do. And I can maybe just send out the Maybe I'll attach the last newsletter that we sent out. Uh-huh. Because could explain what we're doing. And, yes, we do have, yeah. Oh, uh, well, just explain because. Okay, the- Perfect. Perfect, I yeah, will okay. right, we'll do that. Thank you
1: so much. Thank oh, you can, you, can, you can explain right now because we're still on.
3: Oh, okay, <laughs> Well, we created a, 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 what we're calling a critical response fund, and it really is to um, meet whatever needs are the hospital has identified as they emerge because it's all a lot of um, things are fluid, things come up, and so we wanted to make sure that we could um, respond at a, at a second's notice we did last week they created talking about mental health i think we we oftentimes don't realize the the stress and the impact on the frontline staff so we created um we were asked to sort of help or support a zen Dan that started this week so it's a place for it's a program that they're running for staff to come and uh, mentally rewind um recharge just to do whatever they can to de-stress because they are stressed out I mean they haven't even sort of they've been preparing for something catastrophic which we hope doesn't happen but just in the preparation and the stress that they they have um, every day so we're supporting that right now so that's what any donations to that fund are going to right now is to support the mental health I would say and wellness of our frontline staff
1: Oh well, thank you so much, Remi. So send in that information,
3: and, You're
1: and hope is that that website, uh, Lean.
5: Uh, well, Lean is uh, it's a network the, the theater organizations. So, but yeah, there's, there's information online about it.
1: Yeah, if you can send send the information, you can just type it on the side there, like a website or anything like that, and maybe your website too as well. Okay. Absolutely. All right. So, stay safe.
4: You too. Thanks, Tracy. Thanks, everyone. Thank you, Tracy. Everybody. Nice no, Thank you, everybody. Okay. Thank you very much. We'll day. Bye-bye. Have lup- day. Bye bye. Say bye. Love you all. Thanks for listening. This has been a production of I podcast distribution from the Sound Off Media Company.
9: I'm Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app.
0: I'm Matt Kundel, host of the Sound Off podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast.